Hello, and welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einstein. Thank you all for joining me tonight as we go through and we do today's daily reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. This will be the first time that I hear or read this podcast, read this meditation right on this podcast with you all, so it'll be fresh to you and fresh to me, so you get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So, I've been... Thoroughly enjoying October, and I'm looking forward to seeing what today's has to bring. So let's just get right into it, all right? So here we go. This is October 30th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. He who has found the indwelling reality of his own being has found the original and universal reality. Knowing the divine heart within, all hearts are known, and the thoughts of all men become his who has become master of his own thoughts. Therefore, the good man does not defend himself, but molds the minds of others to his own likeness. A good man is called the slayer of illusions. What problem can vex where sin is not? O thou who strivest loudly and restest not, retire into the holy silence of thine own being, and live therefrom. So shalt thou, finding pure goodness, rend in twain the veil of the temple of illusion, and shalt enter into the patient peace and transcendent glory of the perfect, for the pure goodness and original simplicity are one. So extremely simple is original simplicity that a man must go, a man must let go his hold of everything before he can perceive it. Wow. This one kind of takes you for a journey, doesn't it? I'm quite excited to read this one through again, honestly, because it's got so much. So many things that just kind of struck me while reading it. Molder molds the minds of others to his own likeness. That was an interesting thing to read in that one. Slayer of illusions. Veil. Rend in twain. I wonder what that means. Hold on. I'm going to Google that one real quick. Bear with me, guys. Rend twain. Twain. The veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. So ripped in two. Oh, okay, so it's destroying the temple of illusion. Okay, all right. Okay, well, let's go through this one line by line. Now we know what that means when we get there. Just uh, to get some verification. So here we go. He who has found the indwelling reality, capital R, of his own being has found the original and universal reality. 
I love that because I believe this to be true. That when you dig deep and you look inward and you take a honest look at what the truth is within you rather than your opinions and resentments and desires that you identify with. If you let all that go, what is the underlying truth within yourself? And when you can find that, when you can actually take a look at that and bring yourself to acknowledge it, because that's part of this whole thing that's quite difficult is to actually acknowledge it and let it be the truth that it is. You'll find what's within every man and woman. You'll find what's within every single individual. That indwelling reality of his own being has found the original and universal reality. So that universal reality, that's important. That means it's everywhere with everyone. And the truth permeates everything whether we like it or not. So I like that. I like the way that opened up. Knowing the divine heart within, all hearts are known. Similar thing to what we were just talking about, reality of his own being, the original universal reality. So when you realize what the divine heart within is, that of love and goodness, all hearts are known. So you you can understand where a heart is coming from. When you understand when you gain the perspective and understanding of your own actions and then your own thoughts and then your own des- and then your own intentions within your own heart. You gain some empathy, some compassion, some understanding of others. All hearts are known. And the thoughts of all men become his who has become master of his own thoughts. That's an interesting thing too, because if we can take the thoughts of other men, meaning we've done the work, and we've mastered our own thinking, we've mastered our own fears and temptations from doing this work and going through that process of purification to grow and understand that power greater than ourselves, that source, that creator, that deity, however you want to identify it, Whatever your path is taking you, wherever your path is taking you more so. The thoughts of all men become his who has become master of his own thoughts. We can see where people are getting this from. You, get, you begin to be blessed with the wisdom to see the perspective, right? Get some empathy, some compassion, the ability to take a shift in understanding. And that's a blessing to have the depth of understanding that you can call upon to relate and comprehend what's going on around you, going on with an individual. Therefore, the good man does not defend himself, but molds the minds of others to his own likeness. This was a little scary for me to read at least because molds the minds of others to his own likeness seems a little I mean, just the the phrasing in and of itself is um, a little off-putting at first. But what we're saying here is if you know the divine truths, if you've actually done these works and you've looked inside of yourselves and you've attacked those things, those temptations, desires, opinions, all of that stuff, and you're solely operating on the simple truths 
of this universe and the spiritual world, if you actually have done that, you you share the message that you've been blessed with being able to see. You don't accuse, you don't argue. Truths defend themselves. That was a hard thing for me to understand. I didn't need to come with my metaphorical guns loaded to every conversation. I didn't need to defend my opinions. I needed to talk about spiritual truths. And they defended themselves. Now, that's what we're talking about here when we say, but molds the minds of others to his own likeness. Not because it's me, but because I understand truth. Which I know there can be some uh, pushback on that. There can be some, uh, well, isn't it still just your opinion? But some things I do believe are just spiritual truths. Yeah, they don't need to be defended. They don't need to be manipulated or hidden. They will stand on them their own. And I can share with people about that too, about what these truths are for me. So... A good man is called the slayer of illusions. It's a pretty cool sounding title, but the reality, it, well, the truth of what that is, is to bring people actually to reality of what's going on. Like the, the truth of the matter, what's laying before them. And to crush the illusions and delusions and fantasies of those that would rather hide out instead of being present in a moment. Because until you can actually come down into reality, and I needed a guide to do that, I needed people to actually show me what the reality of it was, even when I didn't like it. Because until I came and introduced... And became acquainted with reality, I'll say, because I was not for a very long time. I couldn't change anything. I couldn't see truth. I couldn't help myself or another human being. I couldn't even have a change in perspective. Until reality was acknowledged. And then eventually embraced. What problem can vex where a sin is not? That's the truth, too. It's so simple, right? I think he says that. We talk about that later. What problem can vex where sin is not? If there's no sin, there's no hidden agenda, there's no personal desires or personal opinions that'll offend my ego, right? Because my ego loves to get attached to things, but if I can keep my ego out of things and speak only about truths, real easy not to get bothered which is kind of an amazing thing 
never thought I'd be in a place where I could actually intentionally sidestep my ego. To allow the truth to just stand on its own. O thou who strivest loudly and restest not, retire into the holy silence of thy own being and live therefrom. <laughs> retire to the holy silence of thy own being and live therefrom. The silence is a very important thing to be able to embrace. The peace. It took me a long time to embrace that peace, the silence, serenity in a lot of um, certain circles. Embrace that, and that's where you can find your strength. Holy silence of thy own being, and live therefrom. You can walk with that peace. After you've tapped into it, you can walk with it, which I didn't know was possible for, until I started getting into this whole thing, and it took years into my recoveries and sobriety and spiritual journey before I realized I didn't only have to find it in silence. I could find it in silence and bring it with me into the world. Thank God for that. So shalt thou, finding pure goodness, rend in twain the veil of the temple of illusion, though it will destroy the temple. Right, that's what we looked up at the beginning of this episode. Twain, rend in twain the veil of the temple of illusion, and shall enter into the patience, beats, peace, and transcendent glory, the perfect for pure goodness original simplicity are one. So when we come back into reality and then we find that peace and that serenity in the silence and we begin to bring it back into the world, my God, it's a powerful thing. It brings us back to reality and we're able to stay present in a moment. We're able to stay involved in life rather than trying to run away from it in any way. Rend in twain the veil of the temple of illusion, and shall enter into the patience, peace, and transcendent glory. Patience, peace, and glory are all capitalized of the perfect, for the pure goodness and original simplicity are one. I love the original simplicity. I love that concept, because that's... Simplicity is so hard for me to find because I love to make things complicated. And I love to believe things are just inherently complicated when in reality they're not. So extremely simple is original simplicity that a man must let go his hold of everything before he can perceive it. And this is kind of playing back into those three surrenders that he was talking about earlier this month. The surrender of desire, the surrender of opinion, and then the surrender of self. We have to let all of that go before we can perceive the original simplicity of life, the truth that underlies all of these things that we've been talking about, the original and universal reality that he opened this up with. What an incredible concept to even consider and actually pursue to find and bring into your life. It's awesome. All right, well, there we go. That is the end of the reading for today. Thank you all for joining me and accompanying me on this journey. 
I really do appreciate it. And we'll wrap up October tomorrow. So until next time, thanks. <laughs>